0: Hi, friends.
1: Well, from gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, Adam <laughs> That now, that Those words will mean nothing well, because that, to a significant
0: portion of our listenership and, will, and have already caused like laughter among another portion of our listeners <laughs>
1: well i don't blame them for not understanding it because it is in the ancient language of adamic <laughs> so we're gonna it
0: it is it's you know, true
1: so we're gonna dive into some uh, mormon nonsense oh. and uh and a, and a modern uh or a contemporary uh, event that's happening yeah. Uh with regard to Adamon Diamond. So this is particularly good Mormon
0: nonsense, you guys. <laughs> you are gonna like this one.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, first Dan, we have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna start with um a new rule in New York City. Oh good. We need more rules. New York City. And this is a new New York City police department rule that will allow mosques in the city. To broadcast the Muslim call to prayer without a permit. Oh. Bump, (laughs) bump, bump. There Uh, goes the neighborhood. No fucking kidding. Apparently, um, up until now, there's been a lot of confusion, according to uh, Mayor Adams, um, about which communities are allowed to amplify their calls to prayer. Mm. And so he says, today we are cutting red tape and saying clearly, if you are a mosque or a house of worship of any kind, you do not need to apply for a permit to amplify your call to Friday prayer. Oh, um, Friday prayer. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, so the rule itself um, will allow Friday prayer, call to prayer to be amplified between the hours of 1230 p.m. and 30 p.m. And then (laughs) (laughs) you get one and then, um, and then of course, uh, every evening during the month of Ramadan. Okay. So So, they will be allowed to once a year, uh, provide daily disturbance to their neighbors,
0: but not five times a day.
1: Not, no, 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 not, they're not going down the road of what was it? Minneapolis. that is the first major U S city to allow the call to prayer to be broadcast five times a day. Uh, yeah. This is, but this is part of this broader thing that is happening in American cities that do have large Muslim populations, which is they're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the, the the solution to this problem is not allowing the call to prayer. It's saying, Oh shit, maybe we shouldn't be allowing any religious structure (laughs) to make any noise that sort of you know like like church bells and whatnot yeah i think
0: i think that's the problem is that what's happening is that they're realizing that if they don't allow the call to prayer suddenly the muslims are going to be like okay well then you have to stop waking us up with your goddamn bells yeah and uh and then and
1: and then you've got then it's on yeah I, I like honestly, everybody out there. Like, if this starts becoming a discussion where you live, I think the correct thing to do is to go to the city council meeting and to write uh, letters to the editor for whatever good that does, get onto f- local forums, whatever, and start saying that it's going the wrong direction. Yeah. Right? That the way to equalize this and the way for this to be that the proper response for a secular society would be to just not allow it at all for anyone. That yeah. everybody's on equal footing, right? Like like you're not favoring any one group over the other. You're just saying to everybody, you know what? Like peace and quiet's important and bells <laughs> as charming as a lot of us find them are annoying at the wrong time of day. <laughs> and this uh this call to prayer thing is it's you know because it they're not going to stop with just this, you know, one, uh, one call to prayer on. Friday. No, you don't think they're
0: going to be satisfied with no, that? No, 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> In five <laughs> years, New York City will be approving uh, far more uh, calls to prayer. Yeah. Than 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 this. W- whether uh, I, they go if, the, if down it, the road of five a day, who knows? Yeah. But um, I, I I would predict that American cities are going to start just allowing the call to prayer <laughs> and i'm like no nope 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 if you do take frank's advice and uh and write
0: into your letters to the editor and all the stuff use a pseudonym just say sign up frank
1: feldman because you're going to be in trouble <laughs> sign up frank feldman told me to uh, yeah exactly preferably not um <laughs> no it's you know this is it is worth pointing out that Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world, which is terrifying, and also yeah. in North America, which is also terrifying. Right. And I'm just I'm just so completely depressed um, <laughs> that while we wa- while we get to watch Christianity crash and burn, right? Um we also have to watch something even less tolerant coming along to replace it. So Well, I'm not. This is, I am not happy, Dan. This is no, you're you're very clearly I uh, downright miffed. I, 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 um, I might be sort of amused in some ways, uh, (laughs) observing this, but uh, it's part of a very disturbing pattern for me. Here's what's interesting
0: I can't tell if the direction that you're going Mm -hmm. is more liberal or more conservative. I d- I'm not sure on that. Like, is the liberal perspective to allow more freedom of religion, or is it to, mm-hmm. yeah, or there's... is it to secular secularize society
1: such that it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, a. It's... I, believe me, I know, and um, I've had to come to accept that there is a part of me <laughs> that um, maybe agrees with conservatives. <laughs> Once in a while. Right. Because yeah, a broken I d- clock can be right twice a day. And that's how I feel about them. Right. <laughs> and so like I agree with them on this. I okay. but but what but here's but but I don't agree with them because I'm like, shut it all down. Yeah. This it's yeah. where the atheism, once it when it meets your politics, y- you're not gonna align all the time with not, the believers. Yeah, not
0: everything goes in the same direction yeah. for everybody.
1: Right. And so like you have all these believing liberals out there or people liberals who have um sympathies toward religious communities if nothing else yeah. and of course they're gonna be like yeah make it all legal Woo-hoo, let's have all the religion get along <laughs> i've seen those bumper stickers yeah you know i'm not that liberal i'm not that kind of liberal i should <laughs> You're say not that brand i'm not that brand of liberal
0: Yeah. It's not like, you know, people choose what religion they're in. They weren't, you know what I mean? Yeah. To some extent. I mean, people are born into a religious tradition and that can be very powerful. Uh, People, people, it becomes part of their identity. So I don't know. Maybe you don't choose what religion you are, but if you converted, then fuck you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep this, uh, this weird conversation going because I don't know how to feel about the next story either. Okay. Which is that the danish government uh has decided to uh to look at a new law they've they're proposing that it become illegal to desecrate any holy book in denmark
1: oh. this of course
0: follows hard on the heels of a bunch of shit in sweden going down when a an iranian national has has taken to frequently burning the quran <laughs> As a as a as a so protest more, against his former religion.
1: Uh, more of a hobby, maybe. It's sure. It's it, become, at this point, it's it it's feels like it's how he passes time. Like
0: fishing never took off for him. <laughs> and train, now maybe just, he should
1: get a train set. If he's never tried you it, you know. It, it can be fun.
0: <laughs> well, Denmark is looking at uh, at just banning the desecration of holy books. Now here's the thing a big part of me says um that's just a book you are (laughs) preventing free speech Mm. you know what i mean the burning of a book is a symbolic gesture that is meant to be a a powerful denial of the the tenets and concepts contained in that book Mm. but also uh people don't take it that way and dangerous yeah. people don't take it that way, and you are risking like genuine terrorism in your country <laughs> if you allow it. <laughs> so it's questions for me. Mm. I have questions. I don't know the answer because it seems like there is a public interest in not
1: terrorism. a public in interest inspiring in to the to, to, to the Muslims. What's that? A public interest in caving to the Muslims. Look, of the ways to cave, <laughs> saying, just leave their book
0: alone, <gasps> is, seems like a pretty fucking gentle cave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if they were, like, saying, okay, well, I guess we all have to become Muslims now. Right. Or anything of the sort, I would be like, but, like, just fucking write your, use your words instead of using some symbolic gesture. Right. I think I think that is a fair thing
1: to uh, to ask. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, words can be easily misunderstood. I think there's no misunderstanding burning a Quran.
0: I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> they com- they willfully misunderstand. Uh, they uh, the way that they understand that gesture is as an attack on them personally and and maybe even a physical attack on
1: their god yeah yeah fair enough um well here here's the part that i am uncomfortable with and it's that um they're singling out holy books and they're trying to be generic about it by being like well we're gonna yeah. ban all the burning of all holy books yeah. um i don't like that no i don't like that at all so <laughs> I was thinking that maybe they should just ban the burning of books, period. Interesting. This, this, this uh, I don't know why. This is where my mind is today. It's in a, a strange place, maybe, where it's just like, be perfectly equal yeah. <laughs> in your treatment I, of everyone. And I know that's I not ya. realistic, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, look, I get where you're coming from. It It just, makes sense to me. Yeah. Because... I think, because all I think, you're doing is getting yourself into trouble when someone's going to claim that Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is holy to them or some bullshit. Yeah. And then suddenly
1: it's like, just get, what do you do? Get out ahead of that and just say, we as a nation, right? And Denmark of all places could get away with this. Just like, <laughs> we as a nation, we value all printed words. Right? <laughs> this is a national... Uh, priority this is a uh part of the Danish character that you may have never heard of before, <laughs> and we banned burning any books,
0: yeah I yeah, it's tricky you would also have to include like a provision for the the uh the ceremonial uh like retiring of a of a book that's been beat up too much or whatever like yeah,
1: just shred it. They could just have, like, the, the great, you know, uh, secular shredding e- machine, right? The, like The ministry of, of books book shredding. that are done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of finished books. Yeah. They could also claim that it's an environmental, like, it's a climate change thing, right? Like, we don't burn things. <laughs> Here's
0: my question. If you are in Denmark and they pass this law that you can't burn a holy book and you have an app on your phone... <laughs> That has the holy book on the app, mm-hmm. and then you burn your
1: phone. <laughs> what have you done? Is that a thing? How, I don't know. How about this? Is what this guy should do, right? <laughs> if, he can't, if he can't burn uh, books anymore, he could delete it from his phone. <laughs> right? He could have the Quran <laughs> app on his phone, and he just public. He holds it up for the cameras, and he hits delete. Oh, it's scandalous. (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) Delete your holy books, everybody.
1: They won't know what to do.
0: (laughs) You can download it and delete it as many times as you want. (laughs) It's amazing.
1: Uh, All right, Dan. Well... Let's just get this one out of the way. Um, <laughs> since, oh, good! We're all looking forward to it now. We're very excited. I don't know. Since we're on the topic of Islam um, and uh, and governmental responses to uh, Islam, uh, France, France, right? The country that famously uh, banned the wearing of um, like uh, what do you, what do you call Burgas, the burkas and hijabs. whatnot back in two thousand and ten. Any sure. anything that the full face veil. Right, right, uh, has w- was banned. Uh, they banned um, the the headscarf from the mm. public schools in 2004, and they have now decided that they need to ban uh, the the abaya, which is the loose fitting, full length robe worn oh. by some Muslim women. Um, <laughs> and so they're 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 banning the abaya from the state run schools as well. And, um, because, and they, you know, the French ideal of secularism is, is it's a strong value. They believe, they believe in secularism and their interpretation of it is a little different than how, like the typical, like rest of the world (laughs) understands the issue. Um, like they, yeah, their, their understanding
0: of it is basically no.
1: Yeah. They 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 want no religious displays, no religious signs, right in uh, public spaces like public schools or yeah. if you're in a you know government building or or whatnot, I assume, or even like the public street. I mean that that was like the the banning of the the burqa. Like, that's just in public, right? They're yeah. just they they have a very strict understanding that that it's it's basically freedom from religion, right? That that they I've, I've seen it described, yeah, I, right?
0: I don't know how, how broadly they apply this, though. I'm skeptical that they're that eager to be free from, like, Catholicism.
1: So the banning of uh, cross-wearing in their public schools goes back to the 19th century. Um, oh. And it was specifically an effort to curb any Catholic influence from public education. So this is a long-standing tradition. This is, they, they have through the years identified various different things that they, uh, have decided are too religious of displays in, in their public schools. Um, they've, uh, banned the, was it the Kippa for, for Jews? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. they have banned, let's see, what else was it? Oh, the head, the, the headscarf, which I already mentioned. Right. Um, and, uh, and so this is, this is wild. I just like the idea of, you know, all of, all of the,
0: the French just being like, "We, well, you should probably have a religion, but like not that much. <laughs> well, it's
1: too much. And that's just it. The, their, the, the freedom to practice religion at home or uh, at, at, at church or mosque or temple or synagogue, whatever, that is a protected freedom, right? right. They're, they're not going after that. They're going after this idea that, like, in public, people should be equal. And yeah. um, this uh, this is a quote from uh, top education min the, from the actual education minister uh, Gabriel Atal. He said, "Secularism means the freedom to emancipate oneself through school." Um, he argues that the abaya is quote, a religious gesture aimed at testing the resistance of the republic toward the secular sanctuary that school must constitute. Sanctuary! You know, I... I I think it's Ever since... This is uh, protecting kids even from overbearing parents. Like, these kids can go to school and just be on equal footing with all the other kids. And I
0: can see why, like, someone might... Feel very uh discriminated against by this, yeah. But but also like, oh no, you don't get to wear your hat. Feels a little, you know what I mean? Oh no, you don't get to, you know, cover your face in the for this hour or something. It, it means so much to them mm-hmm. and so
1: little in reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah, I think you just summed up the French nation right there, Dan. Yeah. it means a lot there's so much that means a lot to them and And so little to anyone Uh, i respect the french though for stuff like this
0: yeah it's it's an impressive uh and and a meaningful uh ideal yeah i don't know there you go well uh from from the respectable french to the questionable new jerseyites uh i'm going to take us back across the pond here um new jersey has a lot of is, is an interesting place i'm just going to say that mhm and one uh one township one area of new jersey has gotten in some trouble i think we've talked about this before this was this is the jackson township which has of late had a lot of orthodox jews move into their area now this can be tricky because when you have a huge block of a single group move in Mm -hmm. and uh when it's like this they all move in together and they vote as a block and suddenly like your community is very different. It starts to look very different. It may be that they start electing themselves into, you know, the the town councils and what? all this stuff. They start what? building things. In a democracy? How yeah, dare right? they? Right? Hmm. But it is, I mean, it points out how easy, how, how, like, you can have a town that, like, has a whole feel to it, that has a vibe already, mm-hmm. an established you know, like culture that was, and then it doesn't take that many people to start to upset everything. Yeah. Well, upset they were, (laughs) uh, and they started to do some very like sketchy shit, including the town started surveilling the Orthodox people. Like they would, these people would go to each other's houses for, you know, a Shabbat service or whatever. And they were being surveilled while they oh. were doing it. Okay, that's that's a lot. Why uh, they were pa- you know the town was passing ordinances like who specifically was specifically designed to hinder like the police
1: uh, were doing the surveilling
0: or like who was I'm, surveying surveilling? I'm unclear on that. Okay, uh, to be honest with you, but hmm. but it was it was clear that it was like this this was all happening and at the behest of the government of the local government mm, okay somehow okay and so like yeah and also like all of the local groups were raising alarm bells about extremist religion groups coming in and taking over the town and you know all the all the yeah. neighborhood apps and whatever people were getting let's be very clear Incredibly anti-Semitic about it. Yeah. Okay. Like. Okay. Like to the to the point of like one per like one of the quotes in the article that I'm reading said uh, had somebody saying we need to get rid of them like Hitler did. What? So we're not talking about nice people worried about their town changing. We're oh. talking about like oh people openly getting uh getting Nazi about the whole thing so not great not great holy shit what Um, the
1: what dan (laughs) you're shocked by this well it's it
0: it, have you met america sir
1: yeah i know and i shouldn't be surprised that like there's this there's this newfound freedom to say the thing that you knew better than to say you know five ten years ago like i can't fucking believe that well, I mean, and some of this like, like dates back. Like people used no. to just feel it; <laughs> yeah. they didn't say it.
0: Yeah, they didn't. And and Ugh. they yeah, they knew that they would be.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, oh golly. There's a, there's a, a
0: a hat that went around for a while that is sort of a play on the Trump "Make America Great Again" hat, but it just said "Make Racists Afraid Again." <laughs> I think I think we do need to do that. Um yeah. Well. So anyway, a whole bunch of things they were preventing people from uh from apparently the festival of Sukkot, which is a a a, a Jewish holiday. You you're so, people erect little little huts, little uh little I mean it's often just like a, you know, a a pop-up uh like structure a, or like whatever. Anyway. Yeah, or whatever. Like a, and a and, a and you know, of
1: some kind, like what? people
0: yeah, or or a an awning with walls or something, and you put some, you put some branches up on top. It's oh, symbolic. Okay. People, All right. and then people sleep in it for a few days, and they they eat there and whatever. Okay. Anyway, uh, they were the the town was not allowing them to 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 put up their huts. Uh, Etc., why were they uh, what,
1: what reason were they saying just we don't like you, you can't do it, or, or did they, yeah, they, like, were, they at were, least uh, try to be like oh, it's a little well, bit of I think s- they were passing ordinances and zoning laws, okay,
0: specifically to prevent uh the, the you know this group of Jews from doing what they actually like,
1: to do <sighs> all right? So,
0: anyway, uh, there was a lawsuit and it has been settled, mm. and basically, the the town. Uh, or the state of new jersey has now uh is now paying over half a million dollars oh. to uh to this group um the the town will have or the town will have to pay uh almost three hundred thousand dollars in penalties wow. plus a another hundred and fifty thousand uh toward a restitution fund uh and another hundred and fifty if if they violate the consent order and you know these small towns that's that's real money. That is debilitating yeah. amounts of money for for a small township. So
1: There well, you go. Right. I mean,
0: I the thing is I I wouldn't if I lived in a in a smallish township, I wouldn't want this to happen. Like I wouldn't want a group to come in and suddenly just take over and change things. But also like n- no, you can't you you can't do any of those things that you did. <laughs> So I'm siding uh, I'm siding with with the uh, I'm I'm reluctantly siding with the ultra Orthodox Jews on this point.
1: Yeah, well that was some ugly shit. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I that is not in the spirit of all uh, uh, let's let's all just get along. Yeah <laughs> they, they they betrayed yeah. that. All I'm right. Um good. well huh. up in Michigan, Dan. There's okay. a proposed law, which I'm going to just start off with acknowledging that even the sponsor of the law knows it's not going to pass. But it's one of these that gets run uh, by radicals to mm. sort of uh, make a statement, get a little bit yeah. of attention. Maybe, hopefully, they think they're going to get some, some people coming out of the woodwork supporting it. And some start political hay. And then maybe someday down the road they actually can pass it, right?
0: Or a smaller version if, of it. Or yeah,
1: if the political winds shift direction or whatnot, right? Um, so this is a a law that, if passed, would uh, require the teaching of Christian foundations of the United <laughs> States. In, oh Lord! In the public schools, uh, in uh, U.S. history and civics courses, and some of the things that they would like to have included as part of the Christian foundations uh, would be teaching how the pilgrims immigrated because of persecution. Yes. Which isn't really true, but <laughs> no, they, they, the, they the, if we want to just go through the history of the pilgrims really quick here. Um, can we
0: not call them the pilgrims? First of all, <laughs> I'm going to encourage all of our listeners to not call the, uh, the, 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 Puritan assholes who first came from Europe to this country, the first like settlements in this country, they're not, they were not pilgrims. Mm. They were assholes.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's funny to me because actually teaching the real history might be more beneficial for the the conservatives because what's important is that the Puritans, Dan, um, yes. that they initially they were they were English, right? And they had they and at the time, the Church of England was compulsory, and they disagreed with that. And yes. so they left England for Holland because it, Holland was very open and yeah. had very uh, liberal views about uh, religion and just letting anybody practice basically whatever they didn't care, right? <laughs> right. And, Even
0: if your religion was the shittiest of all of the religions
1: which it, it was a bad one yeah yeah um, decidedly awful and so they the, the, this group of religious zealots set up shop in holland and they're starting to raise the next generation and their kids are maybe being just a little too dutch right they they yeah. look they look out at this very open and accepting society and they realize the risk quote unquote risk that it yeah. poses to their kids because their kids might actually grow up and be more like the Dutch than they will be like them. Yeah. And so they look at this far off land where there's <laughs> basically no political system already set up. They can just go do their own thing, be yeah. assholes all the live everybody day. be their religion. Yeah. Do and,
0: exactly what the mm-hmm. English were trying to do. Yeah.
1: And this seems like right a beautiful religion. lesson for the religious conservatives <laughs> right now. You would think that they would be like, this is the truth we need to be teaching, right? That the, 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 These good people, you know, <laughs> had to leave a, an open and uh, accepting um, society, <laughs> i.e. modern America. Right. Um, We're so open and
0: accepting. I we, was just, we let uh, you
1: practice your stupid religion. Well, that's true, right? Not that they had not acknowledged that, but sure. <laughs> in reality, in reality, we, we do. Um, and anyway, so um, teachers would also be required to explain how st- uh, to students how pilgrims cultivated democratic forms of government and Christian <laughs> ethics. These people, Jesus Christ! I smell Dennis Prager and uh,
0: and uh, David <laughs> what David Barton. Like the country's least historical historians
1: are, uh, <laughs> yeah, are all over this thing. Exactly. Well, um, they, caught, they caught the attention of Representative Joseph Fox, a Republican. No, mm. no surprise there. He uh, is a former Christian educator. He's worked as both a teacher and a principal in Christian schools, um, and he's the sponsor. Of uh, this whole thing And uh, I'll remind everybody Michigan's uh, legislature Is democratic controlled at the moment So this really has no chance of passing But you know Michigan being a Target of the GOP To try to flip it back You know this is all part of Like a larger uh, A larger plan of theirs Um, And I just God Also first of all this is history that all the teachers in Michigan are already getting wrong. All of what he's talking about, right? Yeah, like, we were raised with that, basically yeah. that exact story. Yeah, so sorry any Michigan teachers I might have just impugned uh, <laughs> who listen to this show. But, like, very, very few teachers are actually probably teaching this, this correctly. Or really even at all. I remember <laughs> just being such a pat, like, yeah, there was, like, you know, little... F- you know cardboard paper cutouts of pilgrims and whatnot on the bulletin boards having you know a meal with some you know um, racist depictions of native americans right yeah Um, and that's what we were taught it was always first thanksgiving that's what we always learned about the the pilgrims so i mean like i say if you are use still using the
0: word pilgrim you're not teaching it right (laughs) They weren't. They just weren't. That was a that was a word that was made up to be used. I think it was um Daniel Webster mm. who first used that term. He's the dictionary guy.
1: Oh yeah.
0: But uh but yeah, it was he was it's wrong. They weren't pilgrims. They weren't going to a holy place. They were running away from places that they thought were dingy, dirty, yeah. non-Christian enough places. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fair.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, uh, finally, let today, let's talk about, um, I think we reported on this school a while back. Okay. This is the Miracle Meadows School. This is a Seventh-day Adventist school in Salem, West Virginia. Mm. And they apparently specialized in, and let I'll just see if any red flags go off for you on this. Mm. They specialized in uh, students who were troubled, who the, whose parents felt that they were uh, ha- trouble, and uh, and needed a little bit of extra discipline.
1: Mm, okay. Now,
0: when I hear that, uh, I my my spidey sense starts to really tingle because. <laughs> Christians don't have a great track record of dealing with kids who need extra help or who like aren't responding well to their parents/slash teachers or whatever. Hmm. But these guys, these guys went above and beyond. Um, in 2014, the the sort of alarm bells went off when a student seems to have po- possibly purposefully poisoned themselves mm. uh with a cleaning agent and then uh oh, and then like to de- begged... like poison to death or no no oh okay. just enough to get doctors and medical people in mm. and then begged them for help
1: oh oh so this is a boarding smart. school i mean terrifying yeah holy fuck yeah it turns out
0: things were real bad there Kids were getting choked. Kids were getting handcuffed to like, like there was one kid that was choked until he passed out and then woke up handcuffed in his room.
1: Oh my God. Uh,
0: Handcuffs apparently were a big thing. Like kids handcuffed to like, you know, a radiator or whatever, like all night waking up with bloodied uh, wrists. Oh my God. That sort of thing. Also, plenty of like sexual abuse. Oh my um, god! Neglect, all this stuff. Um, and there was a uh, a fifty two million dollars settlement of that case. Oh, okay, uh, in twenty twenty. Jesus. Well, that raised this, a bunch of other people were like, "Hey, wait! Those people could sue the school." and then they went and sued the school and there were an, an additional 31 lawsuits filed oh my god. uh against the uh the proprietor of the school and the school itself wow alleging just just horrific things like the a child leaving a child alone in the dark and cold one when they were hungry and thirsty oh god um, kids given only a bucket to use as a toilet in their, you know, five by eight foot room Jesus, and their meals while they, these are quarantine rooms, by the way, and they're, which they could be in for literally days or weeks. Uh, and they were given bread and fruit or rice and beans mm, as their food. God, uh,
1: these poor kids. Yeah. I mean, force, Jesus, Jesus. It's, it, yeah, um, and
0: and then you know multiple students uh, being uh, getting pregnant, impregnated, and then have being forced to
1: get abortions. Well, this it, is, wait, oh, no, 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 no! This is a Christian school, right? They don't believe in abortion. Damn, they,
0: the, there's no way hypocrisy could live in a in the Lord's house, uh, in the Lord's school. Wow. So yeah, um, just real, real, real bad, but. The nice thing, if you can call it that, like nothing, nothing makes up for that level of abuse of children. Yeah. There's just nothing you can do. But forcing them to pay over $100 million is, uh, is it, I don't even know if they have that kind of money. Right. Like, I don't know if that's just a symbolic thing at this point, but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the 31 plaintiffs have settled their cases uh, and the amount was for at least at least forty eight million for this new set of things, so that brings the total of the two of the two cases over a hundred million.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, good. Yeah, that I mean, part's good. When you leave Nurse Ratchet in charge of, a, yeah, <laughs> a school What's for Christian children. Which sad to me is that children. this isn't
0: getting what this needs to be is publicized and 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 sort of reported as a. Uh, as a warning, yeah, to parents who want to put their kid because you know this place advertised itself as a God-driven, <sighs> you know, Christian school that will keep you know your kids safe and on the straight and narrow path. And
1: First you know, of all, it sounds nice,
0: yeah. Miracle
1: Meadows. I mean, I'm Doesn't not. A, sound? Yeah. Oh, Miracle Meadows. That's nice. I'm obviously not a parent, right? Yeah, and so therefore, I've never experienced any of the joys of parenthood or the horrors of having like a child who is perceived to be out of control. Right. But this idea of sending the child off and let it, let it be somebody else's problem. Yeah. Right. Um, as like the way of loving the child. Now, granted there, there are probably situations, scenarios that I'm just not fully up on where, you know, or maybe the, the kid does need like round the clock care. By yeah. I don't know medical professionals and you know board certified um, professionals, right? But like the idea of sending them off to a Christian school where nobody there has any kind of any certification whatsoever, or sending them off to military school or whatever—these right. are just child abuse situ- like like institutions. Yeah, you know Utah here locally, the story for years has been about the camps. That are mm-hmm. run here in in Utah, where people would send their kids off to these wilderness survival camps from all over the country and who knows where else. These in, camps that promised to set
0: your kids straight. Yeah,
1: yeah, and they were so many of them were just horrible, horrible institutions of yeah. neglect and abuse, and these similar stories. Of culture. Paris Hilton apparently went to one of them, right? Yeah, and has been like leading the charge at trying to get them shut down. Um, I
0: mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, if your child
1: wants to escape
0: from the place that you've put them, <laughs> that's not a good place. Probably, it not. doesn't matter what you do. Like, it's not. It's yeah. not great. Right. <sighs> oh Jesus boy. Christ. Well uh if you would like to to tell us about your experience escaping from something or whatever uh all any uh, any of the topics we've already we've discussed please write into us podcast at thank God
1: I'm or call and leave us a voicemail message we'd love to hear from you the telephone number is 424-666-8442 stick around there's more show coming up
0: Frank, uh, I know that we have we've talked a little bit. We've we've played clips from uh, Nick Fuentes, self-described incel, and um, very and and sort of awful Christian fascist young guy who somehow has a platform and gets and has hung out with Kanye, and you know just. An anti-Semite, just just sort of the worst type of person, but people seem to uh, enjoy his program. Mm. Uh, but he is super into Christianity, so he says. Uh, Let's see if you can catch the the seemingly less Christian thing that happens in this next clip. I don't know if you can; it's subtle, <laughs> um, but but maybe you'll catch on to it. Mm, okay
1: the people of this country are furious they don't like my hatred for the poor they don't they don't like that and i don't know why i don't get it uh but i don't care because i do fucking hate the poor and i hate poor people and i hate poverty and i'm sick of lying about it i'm I'm not gonna pretend that i don't okay I love the rich. I don't I don't have any animosity for the rich men of America, okay? I want to be one. I want all my friends to be rich. I want all white people to be rich. I want to emulate them. I want to be one of them. I want to be among them.
0: Woof. Wow. I think he's got a decent handle on Jesus's message. I'm not sure it's a hundred percent in line. Uh, Holy shit, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm, here's, I'm a there, there's a point of agreement. Mm.
1: I have a point of agreement. I hate poverty. Uh, that was the one that stood out to me, too. But I don't think he understands uh, what we would mean by that. No, yeah. clearly. Yeah. I, I, the, I, you know, I,
0: I, I, should have done a trigger warning before this because that's, I mean, especially when when he calls out white people, yeah, that's uh, he wants all white people to be rich. I just, I, I, I mean, and I only play clips like this because we need to be aware mm-hmm. that this bullshit is happening and that people are listening to this shit. Now it's a minority, yeah, but. But the, the lunatic
1: fringe is, is, uh, Whew, it's, they're fringing hard and they're, uh, they are loonies. Wow. I'm just, I love rich people. <laughs> Boy, have you spent much time around rich people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also that's not a category of like personalities. No. You know what I mean? That's right. not a group to love. No, I know. That is a that is a group that you you know they've bought some stuff for you and you like the shit that you've
1: gotten. I don't know. <laughs> what yikes just, just lame brained what I don't even know what went wrong with this guy. Yeah. Like he he he's leaning into some he just he says stuff, he's a provocateur. He's a he's yes. a, he's a uh a A very cheap provocateur but he's a provocateur yeah and it Um, works he he
0: clearly sees what gains traction what gets what gets you know what gets him onto our show right exactly yeah and then he plays it up
1: yeah yeah what a nasty human being
0: yeah you guys don't you guys do me a favor all you listeners at home don't go looking him up no don't go don't you know don't give him the views we'll give him one view and uh, and then you guys can catch it from our show, and then <laughs> yeah, don't 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 put any oxygen into that man's fire. Yeah, gross. All right. Um. Well, we had some lovely folks. Let's let's pivot to better humans, shall we? Yay! Including the people who have written into us. Uh, so we 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 got one. This is unsigned. It says, "Hey guys, about five years ago, I stopped talking to my dad." He's an uber-Christian right-winger with, an, with abhorrent, abhorrent views on many things I hold dear. The proverbial straw for me came after he declined my invitation to my wedding because I was marrying a man. Hmm. Uh, I just listened to your Lord and Savior Davis's question about when slash whether we should write people off because of their views. Yeah, Is it one issue, two? I've been struggling with this question for years. Are people their opinions slash political views? If those opinions are repugnant, does that make the person the person repugnant? Is my dad a bad person because, he is, because his homophobic, racist, sexist, and anti-environmental views are so much a part of his core belief uh, and so antithetical to mine? Hmm. I don't have an answer. Hmm. Somewhat ironically, I am riding from a plane on my way to visit my dad in the hospital he just had a massive heart attack and is on life support. So now I'm going to be with him while he either recovers or passes on. As angry as I am at him and as many times as he has hurt me, I just had to get on that next flight out. Hmm. The cognitive dissonance is palpable, but I think there are times when you can simultaneously love someone and refuse to let them hurt you anymore.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, it's rough. Mm-hmm. I, I and I think I think the line that I draw is when someone stops acknowledging the humanity of other humans. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not your political views that make you a bad person, but I find people easy to write off when they refuse to see the humanity uh in the people that they are that that they are hateful of. Mm when it becomes you know when it becomes about not someone's views or beliefs not someone's uh you know the, the you know a position that they've taken but rather just who they are mm. i i i have no patience for that i don't know what what are your thoughts you're you're in a much closer <laughs> uh proximity position to our to our
1: listener yeah i after. mean all the things that um the listener's father sort of espouses, I, I would put the word light spelled I I L I T E before. Mm. You know, my parents are light racists. They're they're light homophobes, right? <laughs> 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 it's, um that's nothing really to joke about. Um but but there's is a uh, a it presents itself gently mm. right and there has been a sort of truce declared mm-hmm. on certain yeah. issues and we don't talk about certain things and in right. this day and age that leaves us very little to talk about <laughs> um, but um i completely uh empathize with with um the the the, the emailer um because i i yeah i'm i am near something similar so i don't know about like i guess it's for 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 our relationship it was finding that that place to just just ignore certain things right (laughs) Um don't address them every time they come up it's it's a big it's a it ends up going poorly um yeah. and they're they're and and I think I was I made it perfectly clear that uh there were non-negotiables and if they mm. wanted to have a relationship with me essentially um mm-hmm. those non-negotiables had to at least if nothing else just be ignored yes. not right yeah like you can't bring these things up anymore um and so yep. we don't we just don't, yeah. Um, and it but doesn't think, sound like that's going to be helpful for the emailer, um, right? Because I think it f- I feels think like it's a little bit more progressed than that. So part
0: of the problem is that these things are not cut and dry. There's yeah. no obvious way, yeah, to parse this out. Yeah. There's no, there's no universal standard, yeah, that can give you the answer that you need for your situation, yeah, because everybody's situation is different, and yeah. your feelings are different, yeah. and your you know, your ability to handle things is not the same as my ability to handle things right. or whatever. And you have to protect yourself mm-hmm. in the ways that you need protection. And maybe you have to protect, you know, your loved ones. Yeah. Meaning like your husband or right. whatever. Right, right, right. In the way that, that they need protection. Yeah.
1: So, but I get yeah. the whole like still loving the person and wanting to like go and be there in that, that difficult time. Um, totally. And, um, and I just want to say, I'm, I'm really sorry you're going through this. It's yeah. awful. And, yeah. and my, I don't know, my, my heart goes out to you and ugh, rough, We're with rough you in stuff. spirit. Yeah, totally. I'm yeah.
0: probably glad that we're not with you in presence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a different context.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, uh, Mark wrote into us to say, Hey, long time listener, first time emailer, you missed the most important item on the pastor being indicted alongside trump in georgia we talked a little bit remember we talked about that son of a bitch uh he is not a pastor from georgia (laughs) he is in fact a pastor from illinois so he has a, a pastor faith leader he drove from illinois to georgia to harass election workers. Oh, Jesus, I I had missed that point. I I, I did not realize that at all. <laughs> I did see a thing that he is now literally back uh, uh, in, uh, at the pulpit, given 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 sermons again. Oh, uh, they're probably so, the parishioners are probably just eating it up with a spoon. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I I wonder how you like how you feel about that when. Uh, when you find out, because some of them, you know, are like, "Yeah, buddy, you were you were you were on Team Trump, go you." <laughs> and then there's got to be some people who are like, "Wait, you were harassing election workers in another state? <laughs> what? You did that?" <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what? Is, um, yeah. yeah. Brian wrote into us to say, "Credit to you guys for addressing this. This is a reference to a few weeks ago. Uh, I." Brian says, I grew up in the age of uh, screaming assholes. My views have changed a lot with the years, and I've come a long way from that ugly place. Sometimes
1: I still Mm have. Thanks for addressing what? Uh, We're getting to it. Oh, okay. All
0: right. I I think this is specifically addressing uh, trans issues. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, sometimes I still have trouble understanding the motivation to be transgender and mm. the pronouns are confusing, mm. but I don't think it's necessary for me to understand. All I know mm. is that a kid trying to figure out where they're going to, where they're going to be in life doesn't need me to add grief. Mm. So I do what I can to be respectful and decent. I'm trying. Mm. Your show has helped me to understand these issues better. Please know that you're doing good work. Mm. And we loved this email because it, this part of the the thing that we need to remember as a society is that uh, growth is a process. Hmm. It it is not a you you we shouldn't be like rejecting everyone everyone until they are all the way to a finish line. Hmm. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is. I I appreciate Brian trying to grow and recognizing that even if he doesn't understand,
1: so the fuck what? Yeah. Don't hurt. Right. Yeah. That's more, that's much more important. I just really appreciate sort of, uh, his willingness to share that. Yeah. And being in that place. I think that's such an important message of just like, like, yeah, it's, you don't have to, you don't have to understand where everybody else is at. Just, just accept them at their face value and that what they have to say about their life and their experience is valid, right? Because you, you don't walk in, you cannot walk in their shoes. So all you do get is, is their perspective and, and, uh, and that's, that's, that's so important. So, yeah. Thank you, Brian. I, that was that's an important. I one. just
0: wa- I do want to address just one thing for you, Brian, uh, which is the idea of of motivation to be transgender. Mm. Um, I and I want I just want to be clear that like probably for most trans folks, and I I don't speak for trans people, but I I would say that probably it, they're not motivated to be trans; they just are trans. Mm.
1: That's a good point. Yeah,
0: they're not. This, this isn't something that they want. It's something that they are. Right. You know, I I'm not motivated to be five foot eleven, uh, but I but I will fight for my right to be five mm. foot eleven, and I wish I want people to honor me for my height, yeah, regardless of what their thoughts on height are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is just this is not something that 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 you choose. It's something uh, yeah. that is a part of your identity, and you don't need and so. And so, yeah, you can let go of the whole, like, what's the motivation thing entirely. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. It's, it, it's not a thing. Yeah.
1: Were you motivated for six feet and just didn't get there or? I, I was, I was going, <laughs> I was shooting for six
0: two. Oh, wow. That's, that's ambitious. I wanted to, I wanted to be tall, uh, <laughs> but landed solidly, uh, just below uh, the six <laughs> foot mark. So, so there you go. Uh, all right. Well, we have some some folks to thank. We uh, and, do, uh, and the, and y'all came through for us. Uh, pretty pretty great. I'm going to start us off. We had some people go to our PayPal, and I really appreciate that. We had a one time donation from Nathan, who I'm going to make an elder
1: Ooh. in our in
0: in our magical priesthood. Thank well. you so much, Nathan. That's amazing, and we really appreciate that. Um, Daniel also. Is now a, a subscriber. Uh, he is a deacon. Nice. Thank you, Daniel, so much for being a deacon. And Marissa, thanks uh, also for being a deacon. Uh, we really appreciate
1: all of you contributing. And I think you have some folks also. Uh, I do, Dan. Uh, over on Patreon, we have a new deacon by the name of, and I'm just Robert. There's no no reason to pronounce it that way. Ooh, you got uh, Frenchy Robert. Robert. Good
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> you, and, you're, not only do you get
1: magic powers, you ooh, get to be uh, mispronounced. Uh, uh, and then we have two new uh, teachers by the name of Zach and Leslie. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so thank you uh, to all of the new uh, supporters of the show this week. If you'd like to join them, um, you can go to our website, thankgodimetheus.com and click on the support tab. And then, as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank our Lord and Savior, Davis! (laughs) More show coming up.
0: Well, Frank. Dan. We teased, we promised weird-ass Mormonism. (laughs) And I think we're going to deliver. Oh golly, oh, nice. yeah. Um, our discussion, our discussion comes from a, a, an article uh, in the Salt Lake Tribune mm. that 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 talked about something that if you're not if you've never been part of Mormonism, it may just sound like a big nothing, right? More because here's the thing: most people know Mormonism; they're wealthy as mm-hmm. an as an institution,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they own just fuck tons of land. Absurd amounts of land in places that like make no sense. Yeah. They own 2% of the state of Florida. No good reason. <laughs> they own a bunch of like cattle ranches in uh, Australia. But they also own
1: a sizable amount of Missouri. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh specifically, I mean, one of the places and it is a large tract of land. It's uh a place that they call Adam on Diamond, <laughs> um, which is um, it is supposedly where Adam and Eve went after <laughs> they were thrown out of the Garden of Eden, which, oh by God. the way, the Garden of Eden is somewhere in the vicinity of um, Independence, Missouri.
0: Yeah, it's. Just outside of Kansas City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't I can't I'm I i can not imagine. <laughs> Here's what I did. When I was thinking when we when I was when I knew we were gonna talk about this, I went to because I've I've you and I have been to independence, but we have I just yeah. went to we didn't get to
1: Adam on Diamond, which we is We didn't drive know, by it? No, it's an Ah. hour north, and we didn't do that. I have driven past it. When I was a kid, we did a a road trip through that area, a Mormon history tour, right? Yeah, Mormons like to do that.
0: Oh, golly. And here's the thing about this area. For those of you who've never been to the Plains States, or just the Plain States, they're (laughs) basically just plain. Um, You can look in, if you get on a, just reasonably small hill you can see in a hundred miles in every direction like this is just flat land how anyone could look around in that area and go well uh garden of eden was around here somewhere <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it was this is in this basic area somewhere yeah.
1: I mean, it's pretty, it's wood, you know, it's covered in woods. It's woodlandy, right? Yeah. With rolling hills. It's, I, I find that part of the country to actually be pretty, right? Like it's, um, it's not one of the ugly parts of the country, but it's also not one of the stunningly beautiful parts of the country either. So, So here's, here's the Mormon lore. The Mormon lore is that when Jesus
0: comes back, the place that he will come back to Well, I don't know, you know, I don't know where he'll come back to. I I always had the sense when I was growing up that he would come back and he would be in Jackson County, Missouri somewhere. Yeah. And uh, all the Mormons, all, all of us good faithful saints would have to make the trek from wherever we was to Jackson County, Missouri. Yeah. This is where we would live for the millennium. This was a this was going to be our, years. our new our new sort of home base where all the good people were for a thousand years. So they owned so much land yeah. out there, yeah, so that we could all be
1: there for the second coming of Jesus. And, uh, and yeah, and like some stuff. crazed out music festival, right? Like just some <laughs> giant just, field somewhere with like a, a big worse stage, than the fire festival, and big stage and a. <laughs> Super loud sound system, and Jesus was gonna. I don't I don't know how he was gonna appear. I always imagined it was gonna be a descending you, oh, look up in the sky, and there would just yeah. be like this pillar, just like descending slowly. Like that would be nice, that'd be fun, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but he could, he could, Coachella and, can eat their hearts out with that kind of effect. <laughs> it's a good entrance, <laughs> um, or you know, maybe like a little poof or uh. <laughs> A, 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 a nice, uh, like, a limousine bus rolls up, right? And he yeah. gets out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It,
0: it was unclear.
1: <laughs> um, but, but
0: what was clear was that, like, that was that was the spot. That was oh, yeah. where it was going to be. So when we read <laughs> in the paper that the Mormon church is selling off a bunch <laughs> of their Missouri land in that area... Um, uh, some some alarm bells went off.
1: Yeah. Cuz uh
0: that's don't they need that?
1: Yeah. I th- I, I, anyway. I it's, I it's really shocking to me. It just it it feels like they are giving up on that part of their their second coming lore. They're right? Because they're supposed to be trying- like, they're supposed to build a temple there in yeah. in anticipation of mm-hmm. of uh the second coming. Um and yeah, and whatever other facilities that they would potentially or that I'm sorry, that Jesus would need. Um, yeah. Um <laughs> so For, probably a lot of like sort of clerical buildings. Yeah.
0: Because there's a there's a lot of like paperwork that will need to be done and, in Mormon <laughs> uh
1: in the Mormon millennium. Oh uh, yeah. Um it's mostly paperwork. It's a lot of pushing papers around and, and solving <laughs> like conflicts, you know, yeah. like you know what do you do about you know the the guy the, the, these people who've been married in the temple multiple times? You know, yeah, yeah, whatnot. Um, but it's a lot it's a lot of celestial TPS reports. <laughs> but no, like I like that's that's what I always thought was supposed to be how Jesus came back, and it's yeah, it's remarkable. Did did the article Dan mention like are they specifically selling off the temple site?
0: No, 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 okay. it's it's surrounding areas okay. all right. and whatever i I think they're definitely holding on to that. There is a cornerstone laid for a temple already, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then uh, if you know your Mormon history, they were they were all prepped and ready to go, and then they got uh kicked summarily dismissed um
1: at gunpoint well, yeah. from from Missouri on uh, completely yeah so I mean there was there was actually an extermination order. Yeah, it wasn't it, great. That, that that is a that is the one um, the one thing they can legitimately point to as far as like the Mormon persecution. They yeah, Governor Boggs did sign an order to kill all the Mormons. So yeah. it, that's uh, that's that's on him. We, we, that <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, we do have to acknowledge yes, there was Mormon persecution. Okay. <laughs> they have not stopped talking about it since then. Uh
0: nor nor have they stopped believing that they are persecuted. Anyway, uh I think I just think I think you're right. I think what's happened here is that the Mormon Church recognizes that this is cuckoo bananas yeah. theology. Yeah. Like the idea that that this is where the garden of Eden was Mm. is beyond absurdity. Yeah. And so what they've decided is that they're going to quietly, uh, stop talking about it Mm -hmm. and then just sell off the land and just sort of tiptoe away from
1: the whole thing and hope nobody notices. (laughs) I want them to use their $150 billion. To build like the 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 Jesus Christ Second Coming uh reception center. Right? Yes. Like that's what needs to be built there. They need to they need to do this. Oh for my me, god. Right. They, because yeah. that's what they say this money's for. It's for the second coming. Well, build him, you know, a, get a, going a reception center. Yeah. At least, you know.
0: Call it the Mount of Olives so that it like lines <laughs> up with what the Bible
1: said. And then, uh, and then build it, uh, yeah. And in the meantime, hold, you know, uh, conventions, Be, you know. Con-
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, leave, and get let, as many Mormons space.
1: to move there as possible. <laughs> yeah. Why did they not do that? They could have just been selling off all that land. Yeah. Building Do it as a giant houses. fuck you to Governor Boggs. Yeah. Move. Move your headquarters back to Missouri. Oh, I would love that that would be great wouldn't you love that Dan if they divested of
0: in our town yeah Mm. that'd be that'd be amazing (laughs) get everybody out of Utah plop them in Missouri (laughs) Missouri's already ruined anyway forget about it it's a it's a lost cause Utah's economy absolutely collapses (laughs) yeah All right, friends well that's that Uh, if you would like to write into us about where you think uh, the, the Garden of Eden was was or wasn't
1: feel free to do so, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or if you'd like to tell us where all the Mormons should go, you can leave us a voicemail message, 424-666-8442.
0: Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, if you still
1: believe in Facebook, and uh, click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah. Uh, Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music.
0: And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.